Greetings, Green Lighthouse friends. So we're meeting <laughs> our team members. I'm so excited to introduce Lexi to you. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> so Lexi, tell us your story. Um, so I grew up in Tacoma, Washington. I was born in Berkeley, California. Um, most of my family is in the Bay Area, Foster City, um, that area. Um, I grew up playing a lot of basketball. My whole dad's side of the family played. My grandpa played for Golden State for eight seasons. My dad played overseas in Amsterdam. Like, that was our thing. So I grew up thinking, you know, I was going to go to college for ball. And then, um, come, you know, elementary school, my older brother, he's nine years older than me. So he was in high school and he started doing track his, I think it was his junior year. And then um, after that, I just, I grew up with his club coach and he kept trying to get me out on the track and I was just, you know, I was not interested. And then um, freshman year, going into freshman year, I was, you know, going to do summer ball and some things just didn't end up working out. And then I was just like, you know, let's do track. Let's do track for a year. We'll see what happens. And I tried it with, you know, the same club coach that my brother had. And I absolutely loved it. I was really good at it from the get-go. And this, you know, just became who I am now and what I do and what I love to do. I love stories that start with some things didn't work out. Mm-hmm. So my life totally worked out. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. This is, this is why I'm here now. Um, so you resisted it. And then I d- absolutely. And loved it and, yeah, yeah, I definitely, I resisted it for a long, long time. I mean, I was a kid and I loved ball. I still do. I still miss it a lot. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, once I started, I was, you know, I, I garnered a lot of attention very, very early. And so it kind of prompted me, you know, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep doing this, see what happens. And then I just ended up falling in love with it. So what brought you to Oregon? Um, so I originally was not that interested. You know, I always thought they were a really cool school just because, you know, like they had all these sprinters that were so fast. And mm-hmm. I would see them at meets when I would go watch my brother all the time. So I, you know, b- been new about Oregon and what they could do. And um, once I started getting recruited, I wasn't really all that phased by Oregon just because, you know, I – not to – you know, to my own horn, but I did have a lot of offers. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, pretty much everybody was offering me a full scholarship. So Oregon really wasn't that different from everybody else. And um, they didn't have a lot of history with triple jumpers. But when I did get recruited, they had one and she was improving by miles. Mm. So I was like, maybe I should consider it. They might have some good coaches. Right. Like, they, like yeah. you know, maybe they just haven't had their shot to show what they can do with triple jump. And, um, you know, my club coach was a little bit hesitant because it was known as a sprint school, distance school. And um, I, like I said, I really wasn't that phased by it. I just decided to take a visit. And um, it was my third visit after two. I was already almost set on the first visit I went to, which was Missouri. And then I went on my Oregon visit and absolutely loved it. There was no question. I was coming here. I committed the day that I got home. Like, it was a no-brainer. Once you got here, it just felt like the right fit. Absolutely. And it was so funny because I was so dead set on, I have to go to the SEC. I have to be summer warm, completely away from home. And I ended up a state down, (laughs) literally a five-hour drive. So, And not warm. 
No, well, well, I mean, right now, yeah, you know, we're, right we're, now, we're like, <laughs> issues, but yeah, right, not, not, not usually, yeah. 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 So, what are you most excited about in your life right now? Honestly, right now, I'm really, really excited about this transition that I'm kind of going through right now. I feel like a lot of things are changing. My mindset's changing about a lot of things. Just, you know, maturing and focusing and honing in on what I want to do and what it takes to do what I want to do. Um, I think just the the discipline aspect of my life is going through a transition and I'm, you know, growing up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see what I can do with these new um, habits that I'm forming. I saw you getting up, brushing your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> going to the gym and yeah. yeah, I'm not I'm not an early bird, but I've been you know, committing myself to getting up at 6 a.m. every day, go lift, start my day super early, breakfast, everything, the whole nine. I'm not used to that because usually I'm the one that's up until 2 a.m. and I wake up at like 10 earliest. (laughs) So it sounds like you're making all of these decisions, and I almost said personal sacrifices, but what's interesting I find in my life when I've, there's a subtle joy to discipline. Mm Mm-hmm. And it really is beautiful. Like th- it takes like two or three weeks in until yeah. you start seeing mm-hmm. the, the right. Yeah, no. The first week I started doing it, I was kicking myself because I was like, "Why am why 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 am I doing this? I could do all the same things and have the same schedule that I normally do." But I realized that going into like the professional workspace and just professional track space after college, I'm going to have to be disciplined with just myself and not, I'm not going to have that structure. Mm -hmm. So I have to start, you know, forming those habits now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I learned that when I started writing my dissertation, like you have to impose your own structure and Mm -hmm. that's very different because your whole life people are telling you, come here at this time, (laughs) then here's your workout. Mm -hmm. This is what you're going to do. And you you have to be the one that makes yourself do that right yeah it's it'll it'll be very different after college just because you know this is kind of like a trial run of the real world so once I do get out into the professional field it'll be like okay you have practiced at this time but what are you going to do with the rest of those hours so are you willing to share your goals with us absolutely um I you know originally when I first started track the goal was Tokyo but um With this past year, having so many injuries after COVID and just having to deal with so many different things, I had a really tough year on the track just Mm -hmm. because we had so much time off. My body kind of reset. And so it wasn't it wasn't ready for all the impact that came with a full year's worth of training. Mm -hmm. Um, There was some things with my body that I'd kind of never really worried about before that, you know, maybe hurt from time to time, but I could just push through. So with me having that much time off, coming back to the sport, my body was like, no, 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 no. You're not doing enough to keep this healthy. Mm -hmm. So I kept getting injured. And then, um, you know, Tokyo obviously didn't work out. But I'm set for L.A. I'm, you know, I'm saying it now. I'm going to be there. (laughs) So we should buy our tickets now. Yes. (laughs) So you you listen to your body Mm -hmm. and you're working on getting your body healthy. Yeah, I'm I'm um, there was some it took a while, but there was some rehab and some things that I had to implement into my, you know, almost everyday regimen just to keep 
certain things from reverting back to bad habits. And um, once I figured that stuff out last season, then everything started to feel better. And so now that I'm back to training again, you know, not not fully training yet, but just summer workouts and stuff, I'm implementing the rehab now to prevent future things from happening. Excellent. So you're doing all this preventative mm-hmm. work to keep your, your body because it's, you know, the one body. Right. That- this is, this is the one body that we get, so you may as well take care of it. Excellent. So why did you join the Green Lighthouse? I loved your guys' message and what you guys were, you know, working to do and working to put out into the world. Um, I am a big advocate for, you know, mental health, mental positivity, mental strength, um, just because I've had to mature in a lot of ways in that aspect. Um, and so... Me joining up with you guys, I really wanted to, you know, have that space to share the things that I'm learning. And it sounds like you're on this really inspiring journey. I think those of us that you're kind of like, you know, one of our heroes, right? (laughs) You're like a real life hero. And when you come back and you say, man, it's hard for me to get up at 6 a.m. But for L.A., it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, to yeah. go to Los Angeles, that's mm-hmm. worth it. And so, sharing the grit and the determination, and that you had to reset with your body after COVID, I think a lot of us can um, identify with that. I know mm-hmm. I was nodding, a lot, <laughs> going, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. and trying to get back into the swing of things, mm-hmm. um, and and talking about it's so much of his mindset. It is. It, it's honestly like 80% mindset, especially in the sport of track and field. You're grinding for 10 months, basically, because, you know, we start the season in September or we start training in September and then our season is indoor and outdoor. So we're competing from January all the way until June. And that's not even including postseason stuff like a year like this where we have Olympic trials, the Olympics, Diamond League. Like, there's so many other postseason and those events. Are intense postseason right. events. Right. Yeah. Those like, are not like you. <laughs> exactly. Those are like, yeah. It's like you go from NCAAs, which is undoubtedly one of the hardest track and field venues there is, just because we have so much talent in the US, to go from that to Olympic trials and then the Olympics, which is the highest stage that there is. And then after that, there's some athletes that still go to more meets. They go to Diamond League. They go to Prefontaine. Like, they continue the season. And it's really, really hard for collegiate athletes to keep their bodies at tip-top shape when they're going for that long. So it takes a lot of patience and a lot of grit. Yeah, long and hard. And because every time you go out there, Mm -hmm. you're You're, you're working for 10 months for, you know, three inches or – 10 seconds or, you know, like it's such a minuscule microscopic number to be working for so long. And you're going to school. Mm -hmm. So tell us what you're going to school for. Um, So I just graduated a year early, actually. Um, I graduated with my bachelor's of science in psychology. And then. Congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) That should get a, you know, a little work. Um, and then I plan on pursuing a master's in psychology. I'd like to um, pursue neuroscience, um, cognition, behavior, all that type of stuff, and just do research is what the goal is. I want to be in the background kind of figuring stuff out. 
Excellent, excellent. That's so needed. (laughs) And there's so many more things that we can explore in Mm -hmm. the world of psychology than ever before. Yeah, there's so much room for the the field of psychology to grow. Um, And especially being a woman in STEM, there's not very many of us. So um, I think it would be really cool to just branch out into a field like that. Excellent. So in terms of our earth and our world... Are there any areas that you're kind of passionate for, um, you know, how we can take better care of our world? Um, I think just being a better person, you know, it starts with you, you know, self-love, being positive and just sharing that with other people because you can't really help anybody else until you help yourself. So I learned that um, throughout my college experience because I am very much a giver. I always have been. And I've learned that, you know, there's a limit. And if I'm not good, then I can't really share that with other people to my fullest extent. Mm -hmm. So I have to work on me before I can help other people. So I think just being a good person at the end of the day helps the world in the best way possible. That's really beautifully said. Thank you. (laughs) It's so true. Um, I know as a mother and, you know, all these different roles, it's really easy to give and give and give. And Mm -hmm. then you realize, oh, if I don't replenish. Mm -hmm. I have nothing left to give. give. Mm -hmm. That's really beautiful. Well, Lexi, we're so excited to have you with the Green Lighthouse, and I'm sure we'll see Lexi again and talk to Lexi again. Um, But until then, love yourself, love others, love the planet.